pub quiz. As if my schedule wasn't busy enough as it is between the pool league on Monday, the pool tournament on Thursday, and then I've made a very conscious effort to go to more open mics and you know take music a little bit more seriously and put pool a little bit more on the back burner. So that's Heaven Tuesday, the Trip Thursday, and then of course the Shamrock on Sunday. I seem to have managed to crowbar the weekly pub quiz down in the Canipe into my already hectic social schedule. Somehow I seem to have got myself onto the kind of the team of kind of geriatrics, kind of a, an, an older group, team of four. Bill's definitely the captain. Uh, you know, he's, he's the guy who writes the answers. He's definitely the most knowledgeable generally and uh, kind of our, our, our go-to man. He's our, our flagship ambassador of our team. American dude, you know, probably pushing 70. Then there's Peter, who's probably maybe 10 years his junior. Uh, I know Peter pretty well, I've known him since I've been over here, one of my pool playing associates. Uh, Peter's, Peter's pretty knowledgeable but probably not as knowledgeable as he thinks he is. Like he's kind of an element of a spoofer about him as well, but he does know some stuff. He's a teacher, like most people here. And you know, teachers don't really, I think it's a teacher thing where you just like, if you don't know something, they just don't say that they don't know it. They always have this facade of always knowing, which uh, isn't always fantastic for the pub quiz, but uh, still, uh, still an asset nonetheless. Then there's me, and then the floating fort participant was this guy named Matt, older guy again, probably in the 70s. And yeah, didn't never met Matt before. I think he's relatively new in town, but uh, yeah, it kind of became apparent quite early on. It's like yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt's not that strong a, a quiz participant, which is fine. But the problem with Matt is that he, he just lets on that he knows the answer all the time, which is hugely problematic. I think early on, within the first round I would say, it was like, okay, this guy is just passing his guesses off as factual answers. When, uh, you know, we can all, we, we can all just like, you know, we can all guess, but like, the interesting thing about pub quizzes is, is that like, there's like the ones that you definitely know and then there's the ones that you definitely don't know. Let's say 20% you definitely know, 20% you definitely don't know. What colour is Dennis the Menace's jumper? Black and red. I definitely know that. That's 100% true. What year was the first combustion engine built? I definitely don't know that. That's fine. You definitely know them and you definitely don't know them. And then there's your 60% where like, I think it could be this. The problem with Matt is that like, he kept interjecting with like, this is definitely the answer when it's not definitely an answer, you're just guessing. Example, which famous donut chain launched first in 1803 in Boston, Massachusetts? And Matt'll just be like, Duncan, Duncan Donuts. I'm just kinda like, yeah, like, like is it definitely Duncan Donuts? Cause like, I can think of like four or five other donut chains and you know, I can guess Dunkin' Donuts as well. But like you're you're saying that you definitely know that the answer I'm not saying it's not Dunkin' Donuts, but you're 
trying to convince us that it definitely is Dunkin' Donuts, whereas I'm not sure that you definitely know that that's the answer. Here's your average question, right? Your average question is, within that 60% we don't really know range, your average question is, where was the first windmill built? Or like, which, which country which country invented the windmill? This was one of the questions. And in your head you're like, hmm, I know, I know the Netherlands or Holland or whatever, I know they're associated with windmills, but, you know, is, like, is, is that the answer? I don't know. I can, I can, like, the obvious guess is the Netherlands or Holland. And, uh, we all kind of just look at Bill, because Bill, Bill's the guy who knows the stuff, mostly. Obviously someone, you know, like Matt will just start saying Holland. And we're like, yeah, yeah, it could be Holland. Then Peter will chime in, a Peter who kind of, you know, is just kind of picking knowledge out of his hole half the time, but sometimes he does know what he's talking about. Peter's like, China, China, it's China, the Chinese. It's like, yeah, it could be China. <laughs> and then, like, then I'll just chime in with, yeah, the Romans invented a lot. Um, I, know they, I know they invented the first sewer system. Then Peter will be like, well, no, like you, you know, wind energy is, is different to, to sewer systems. I'm like, yeah, 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 no, I, I know that also. I'm just, I'm just saying the Romans. And someone's like, oh, what about the Greeks? The Greeks invented stuff as well. And then, uh, and, th and then someone will go, oh, the Egyptians. The Egyptians, they were very innovative. Could, could have been them. I was like, well, China was our first answer. Peter said China first. So I, I, I suppose, I suppose we'll go with China. I was like, well, I don't know. Let's go back to let's go back to Holland. Like, it's it, it's either kind of a trick question, or there's a fallacy behind the whole Holland Netherlands windmill thing. Uh, I don't know. Let's just let's just go. We either go for China or we go for Holland, and we just dismiss the Egyptians and the Greeks and the Romans. And uh, then it gets around to answers time, and turns out it was Iraq. Iraq is a country where windmills were first invented. And so it goes. But early on, like I said, I like to just be like, I don't know. So when these, like, invariably most of the conversations are just, that, that's pretty much an example of how most of the conversations happen after every question. Six rounds, eight questions around, you know, special areas. Like, I mean, the first round is like food and drink, which I'm terrible on. Second round is uh, science and technology which is again the invention of combustion engines and all this sort of carrier stuff I just like, I'm pretty weak on it. And uh, after about halfway through second round, Bill just goes to me, geez, you're gone very quiet. I was like, look. <laughs> golf, right? If there's a golf question, send up my way. But also music, be good in the music rounds. I was like, it's like there's a music round, that's my area, alright? That or golf, alright? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend to know the answers. That's that's detrimental to the welfare of the team. And the first time I played the quiz, I said that to the lads, like, look, there's a music round, that's that's when I that you can you can ask like, you know, that'll be my area. You know, there's plenty of fucking things I don't know about this world, but like, you know, music I, I, I fancy my chances in the music round. And uh, the first week I had done it, it was uh, it was like snippets of songs. And uh, say an example would be uh, when I called you last night from Glasgow. Like it'll be that. I'll be like, oh yeah, Abba. But they want the name of the song. They don't want the artist. They want the name of the song. So you're like, okay. So I know what song. Like, let me just give me a second. Give me a second. And you're like, 
Oh yeah, that's the Super Trooper, Super Trooper. And you're like, is the name of that song Super Trooper? And turns out it is. So that's just how it goes. And uh, yeah, that was my that was my bag the first week. So when the lads gave me the text again this week, it was like, uh, you know, they're, they're, they know I'm not good on the general knowledge. Geography, jeez, I'm useless on geography. Some history I'm all right on. World War II history I'm good on, but like, you know, the, the Greeks and all, like all that sort of stuff, I fucking haven't had the breeze to be honest with So it gets to the music round this week, and uh, it's not a it's not a name the song game where they play snippets of songs. It's just it's just questions, and uh, and the lads are like, all right, Casey, this is you. I was like, all right. Um, <laughs> I I had I had told them that this was like this is why I'm here. I'm here for the music round. So it's pretty much. I don't know if they're particularly not strong in the music round. Or I am particularly strong, but either way, they're they're not answering much at all from the music round, and everything's just me. Like they just give me the clipboard and the pen, and I'm just expected to know all the answers. Here we go. Question one: What was Sting's profession before he joined the band Police? I'm like, oh, Sting, huh? What do I know about Sting from Newcastle? I know we had an album about shipbuilding. I think his family comes from a family of shipbuilders. So I'm like, shipbuilder? Maybe shipbuilder? Write that down. Question two. Which uh, which popular artist had a hit album called Blonde on Blonde? Easy. Next. Damon Albarn is the lead singer of two bands. One is Blur. What's the other band? Parachutes. Is a 2000 album by which band? So after like a, a shaky sort of a like a guess the sting one, but I knew the next three: uh, Dylan, Damon Alburn, and whatever that one I just said was there. Coldplay. So I was like, okay, <laughs> this is why I'm here. I'm here for specifically the music round. The lads are all expecting me to deliver on this music round. They're not talking. They're just looking at me after every question, and I'm just like. Ah, yeah. Hey, I do know this, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to be able to fucking deliver on the music round. It's like, have three. I have three of the four. Three and a half. Three and a good guess. Question five. Who famously scored the Jaws films and Saving Private Ryan? I'm like, ah, I do know this. Uh, John Williams. John Williams scored all the Spielberg films, as far as I know. Pretty sure it's John Williams. They're both Spielberg films. John Williams has worked long term with Spielberg. John Williams also the guy who did a Home Alone soundtrack, as well as many, many other great soundtracks. Question six: What is uh, Ringo Starr's real name? Again, easy if you know it. Richard Starsky. Like, there's there's ones that you definitely know like that, and then there's like you know what's a collective group of rhinos called? It's like, don't know. <laughs> Can't even guess it. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember the other two questions. One was like a uh, one I didn't know, which was uh, which was uh, what's his name, Meatloaf. Who was I don't know what al- what year did such and such an album come out? And the answer was 1981. Sorry, Eamon, I can't I can't give you that actual question. I don't even know what the name of the album was. There was one question that really bothered me, not because I didn't know it, but it was just a ridiculously stupid question. Which is like. I mean, who would know the answer to this? Okay. When Elvis Presley died, 
he dabbled in karate. What belt was he? I think we guessed. Got it wrong. The answer was, I think it was like a sixth degree black belt. Black belt was unacceptable. Sixth degree black belt. I remember thinking, like, I'm pretty good on Elvis. Like, you would have to be A, an Elvis expert, and B, have a solid knowledge of the belt system in karate. I mean, the chances of, like, who would possibly get that? Black belt was unacceptable. It had to be sixth degree of black belt. Anyway, long story short, I think I single-handedly got five of the eight. And, uh, you know, nice to be able to, nice to be able to deliver on the one area I had promised that I would deliver on, uh, giving my shortcomings in, you know, geography and, you know, science and technology and uh, the history of food. You know, real-world knowledge that you can actually use in the... Ah, uh, bit of crack. Bit of crack the Tuesday evening pub quiz.